0: Style helps you get up the stairs and down. Truman 41 says, Style helps you get up the stairs and down. Hi guys, welcome back to You Have to Wear Something. So who watched Homecoming like a million times and then listened to the live album, Another Thousand? Yeah, that's me uh meanwhile i'm super behind on game of thrones and i need to see avengers Endgame. but this show is not about my binges it's about clothes so you have to wear something when you drop your kids off at school right can't go naked but there's a new wardrobe slash dress coat phenomenon sweeping america i really hope this does not become a trend but madison high school in houston has banned parents from the school grounds wearing things such as headscarves, bonnets, leggings, and what they describe as two short dresses or shorts, essentially promiscuous clothing. This reeks of classism and racism, not just to me, but to the parents. So let's see, who wears headscarves and bonnets at night to protect and smooth down their hair? Um, Black women. The funny, not so funny part is this dress code for parents was issued by a black woman, the principal, who fully knows the vast difference in beauty regimen for black and non-black women, clearly the Ben Carson of the story. But trust me, this idea of creating anti-black policies for the sake of professionalism is not new. One mother was even prevented from picking up her son after he broke his arm. I imagine wardrobe was not at the top of her priorities upon learning that her son was injured at school. Any mom would rush and what they have on in that very moment to see if their child is healthy and safe. That's where it begins to get out of hand for me. The principal argues that they are preparing the students for a prosperous future, and we want them to know what is appropriate and what is not appropriate for any setting that they might be in. Well, it's okay to do that with the children, but the principal cannot dictate and police what adult parents wear. This seems to be much more about taste and comfort than setting an example for kids. That's what the educators are paid to do. You don't know the mother's situation at all. Maybe she's a single mom, a working mom, a multitasking mom. Maybe that Black mother is wearing what her budget can't afford and the style of it makes you uncomfortable. I think if non-Black women took more interest in knowing the Black woman's beauty regimen as much as Black women know about white beauty standards, this would not be an issue. And even though a Black woman initiated this ban, We all know where it comes from, this idea of professionalism, when you really mean whiteness. Black employees have been fired or not even hired over wearing their hair naturally, which, I'm sorry, that's how our hair grows naturally out of our scalp into an afro. Our hair is policed in the name of professionalism, leaving us forced to not wear braids or locks, not dreadlocks, locks, just so that we can have a job. They had to recently pass a law in California stating that it's illegal to deny employment um, over natural black hairstyles. That's how much black hair is policed. One of the reasons black women began to tie their hair down in the first place was to appease the Eurocentric beauty and professional standards when working in white spaces. Straighten your hair, dress like a white woman, and so forth. Black people needing to put food on the table willingly obliged, but that does not make it right. And those standards are definitely not necessary for Black parents. Black hair is so different. It's kinky, it's coily, it's coarse, it's sensitive, and we do what we got to do to take care of it. Meaning cover it at night with soft materials like a silk scarf or a bonnet so that the cotton pillow doesn't rip our hair out. And yes, some black women do have wash and go hair that is naturally fine or straight, the so-called good hair that takes minimal effort in the morning to style just like a white woman's. But because white women do not take an interest in the beauty process of a black woman, it seems inappropriate to them to wear your scarf or bonnet in public. The same logic applies to Muslim parents who wear a hijab. I guess that's not professional either since it makes white people uncomfortable. Look. If we have a choice between black hair being policed by our jobs or the principal of our kid's school, then we're gonna choose to be policed by the employer who pays our bills. Typically, a black woman will leave her hair wrapped or in a bonnet up until it's time to go to work, which means if you have to drop your kids off in the morning, you're gonna conserve your professional hairstyle for your job, bottom line. In some cases, and I'm not a mom, but I imagine you get up super early Make sure the kids are prepared and dropped off safely and then you prepare yourself. And leggings are banned too. All I ever see in LA are white moms dropping off or picking up kids at Willows or Crossroads, these posh schools and head to toe Lululemon. But that is here in LA and workout lifestyle is just a thing here. But I bring that up to say, it seems if you are wealthy and not black, you are more likely to get a pass on what you wear to your child's school. No bonnets or headscarves clearly targeted to black women. And this connection the principal is trying to make between success and the parent's wardrobe is way too subjective. I mean, I think we all went to school with bad kids, with stand-up parents, and also excellent students with considerably poor, so-called ghetto parents. Success is created and measured by so many things, and one person's idea of success should not set the standard for the entire school. Was it possible to address the concerns over parents' wardrobe in a town hall style meeting? Include them in the conversation. Twitter had a good time with this band too, with one comment stating, yeah, the problems at school are totally related to bonnets. We have a bigger fish to fry. People like school shootings and safety, adequate supplies and healthier lunches to start. I think the energy would be more effective there. And my white sisters, From birth, POC women have to learn everything under the sun about you, your lives, and your lifestyle. So please try to take women of color into consideration. We're all women. We should be on the same team. I'm reading Brene Brown's Dare to Lead, and she had a lovely quote that says, first seek to understand, then seek to be understood. So let's listen to each other and learn from one another. And on that note, till next time, peace.